0: Meanwhile, Simon Peter was still standing there warming himself, so they asked him, You aren't one of his disciples too, are you? He denied it, saying, I am not. One of the high priest servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, challenged him, Didn't I see you with him in the garden? Again Peter denied it, and at that moment a rooster began to crow. John chapter 18, verses 25-27 through A second chance is a nice part of any story. A character stumbles, but is given the chance to redeem themselves. No one, after all, should be judged based on one bad interaction on its own. Given a second chance, having had some time to reflect, we might perhaps react differently the second time. The Apostle John, who is writing this story, is jumping around in his narrative a little bit, starting with Jesus, moving to Peter, back to Jesus, and now back to Peter again. Peter has already been questioned by a servant girl as to whether he was a follower of Jesus, which he denied. Now others are noticing him too in the area. Jesus has been high profile in Jerusalem lately, and those with him have been recognized and remembered. Peter is asked a second time if he follows Jesus, which he denies again. Then the ringer comes. When Jesus got arrested, Peter had taken out a sword and struck off an arrester's ear. And as it happens, a relative of that man is here, who was apparently also with the mob. You cut off that ear right in front of me, the accuser saying. I'm probably not going to forget your face. But even with that evidence presented against him, Peter again denies any association with Jesus. A few hours earlier at the Last Supper, Jesus had told Peter that before the rooster began to crow, that is, before dawn, before this night is over, Peter would disown Jesus three times. In a moment of crystal clear, perfect, prophetic timing, Peter finishes his third denial just as the rooster begins his job of waking up the world for a new day. Before the night ended, Peter did exactly what Jesus said he would do. This can be a lesson about God's all-knowing power, to be certain. God knows what we're going to do before we do it, and nothing that we do surprises him. But Peter no doubt was shocked to hear that Jesus thought Peter would deny him. It was such a silly and unthinkable thought. But Jesus, who knew Peter better than Peter knew himself, was proven right. Jesus, who also knows us better than we know ourselves, isn't surprised by our actions either, even when those actions break his heart. Jesus has told us in the Gospels that if we acknowledge Jesus before men, he will acknowledge us before his Father in heaven. It's one reason that we do water baptisms in public, to give people a chance to publicly acknowledge Jesus before man. Likewise, Jesus also tells us that if we disown him before man, he will disown us before the Father in heaven. This is a big deal, what Peter has done. Proclaiming Jesus as Lord is the sign of our salvation. Denying that he is Lord is a posture that shuts us out of heaven. But Peter's story is not over, as we will see before the end of John's Gospel. God is not done with him yet, in spite of his actions here. There is no place that the grace of God cannot reach. Take some time today to reflect on Peter's actions here and in his previous denial a couple of days ago. You may not have had a moment as blatant as his public disowning of Jesus, but let's go deeper if you haven't. Have you ever withheld your testimony from anybody, anybody in a public setting? Have you ever just kept your mouth shut? Either way, in light of Peter's story, let's think about why is it sometimes so hard to acknowledge Jesus in front of others, and our fellow Christians don't count. And with these challenges, understandable as they might be, how can we square them with his call to acknowledge him and share the gospel? What can we do to get better at this and avoid Peter's errors as we move forward?